Hi, welcome to Spiritual Tea Talk with the Michelles. Hello and welcome. As always, we're so happy to be here and we're excited to share our topic of the day. Yay! Cheers. Oh, cheers. Our spiritual tea I have water. (laughs) (laughs) I've had had a lot of tea this morning. (laughs) I have to move on to my water. Sorry. (laughs) I did have it last week, though. Yeah. I have been pretty good with having the tea. (laughs) I definitely forget. You know, I had this idea that... um, we could start promoting teas if companies wanted us to promote their teas for them during spiritual tea talk. Oh, like we'll have to drink them and taste them. Well, we might. Well, I don't know. I I mean, I will take one for the team and do it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, I'm just thinking the yogi teas always have that little tag with such an inspirational message on them. They do. Can you get yogi tea in the UK? I think so. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was going to say, you'll probably get better tea than me because, I mean, you know, the UK. Yeah. (laughs) It is the UK. (laughs) (laughs) They should be just called Tea Island. (laughs) It's Tea Island. (laughs) I will put that to the government and see what they say. (laughs) Michelle McEwen said. (laughs) (laughs) You should be called the Tea Island. Oh my goodness. It wouldn't be the craziest thing. No. And I would love for you to share your sweatshirt because it always makes me laugh. Sure. Hold on. I dropped more cards. Oh, good. That deck is alive. It's alive today. So my shirt says, I'm smiling at your dog, not you. I just love that. (laughs) It's so comfy. I think my my sister got this for me. I love she it. Just get me the the best car, um, the best shirts. <laughs> but yeah, it's and it's so true. Like I barely I'm... see the human walking the dog. I usually just start smiling at the dog <laughs> and not at the human. <laughs> then I have to be like, oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I I see you also. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. So we thought for today on the podcast that we would do um, a pick a card. It's I feel like it's been a little bit since we've actually did this and we like to try to do it probably about once a month. Right. Yeah, we were going to. Yeah, we were going to kind of try and do it once a month and just have it be something a little different. And I am working on getting our uh, we are now video recording these podcasts because well we're in two different countries and um i am working on getting a spiritual tea talk uh youtube channel up and going um technology is not one of my strengths it's one of my weaknesses so just take me a bit longer so um this is fun because you'll be able to watch how um how we pick a card for the for the episode instead of us picking it before we go live on the episode on the audio yeah definitely yeah. and also um we were sharing earlier how there are so many ways to pick cards and if you you know if you're not in the same physical location then we wanted to show you how if you wanted to have somebody else pick a card and you're not in the same location this is one of the ways to do it i do this with clients when we're picking cards 
this is how we do it. And I shuffle the deck and then I let them tell me when to stop shuffling. And then I ask them actually how they want me to pick the cards. So one off the top, one off the bottom, 14 down, somewhere in the middle. And it's really fascinating that, not that I'm surprised, but still how accurate that method is. And so, you know, we're all about building tools for all of you as we learn how to build our own tools. And um, I think this is just another one. This is just another way of really bringing spirit in, you know, across the airwaves, across continents, and you can <laughs> still, you can still work together. And I think, I think that's one of the things that Michelle and I do well anyway, but really it's making us um, really look at how we come together um, energetically and not be sitting in the same room, you know, where we're talking to you from the same room. And yeah. as much as I miss Michelle and miss sitting in that same room, I it's also really, thank you. It's also really expanding our abilities to, really feel the energetics of being physically separated, but we're not separated by heart. We're not separated energetically. Our vibrations are not separated. And it's a great way to build that tool and build that part of ourselves um, so that, you know, your tribe can be anywhere. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I And I think I, yes, absolutely. I 100 and. 10, 20, 30, 50% agree <laughs> with you. And I feel like it shows the, um, what amazing technology is. I know I just said like, I'm not, technology is one of my weaknesses, but I'm always in awe of that you're thousands of, thousands of miles away, five hours ahead of me. And we're still connecting at the same time by a click of a button. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that I mean, amazing? I, I do feel there's a place where technology intertwines beautifully into bringing people together, into the energetics of it all, into that ability to not be apart from family and friends, even when you're separated physically. Um, and as much as I'm not really a technical person, I am now so incredibly grateful that we have FaceTime and we have video options on WhatsApp and we have, you know, Zoom and all kinds of ways that now I can stay in touch with my community that I'm so, I love so dearly and so treasured to be a part of. And we don't have to just say, oh, well, sorry, in a different country. Um, right. And being able to see people, I think that's the biggest one. We can all talk on the phone. Yeah, But having the video option really, really supports that ability to connect. For me, the visual and seeing your face and seeing yeah. your, you know, reactions and that, that feeds me, that nourishes me so much. Me too. Me too. Absolutely. And then on the energetic level, like you're talking about, is that, you know, when we do distant energy work, if it's distant Reiki or um, whatever energy work, I think all the modalities talk about doing distance work. Uh, I do distance clearings and stuff like that. It shows that there's no space between us energetically. 
Like there's no, I've worked on clients that are, I'm in Rochester, New Hampshire, and a client has been in Hawaii and I've done energy work on them and they have received it. It just shows like the, the amazing ability of, of energy and what us humans are capable of when we take down those limitations and we allow ourselves to expand. Yeah. And I love that because it really does show who we are and um, it shows our innate ability to receive and give energy and we can all do it. Um, And what's been amazing um, in my experience, working with animals remotely and ending up, you know, communicating or doing energy work or whatever I'm doing is that people are now sending me either videos or written testimonials to tell me how their animal responded and what the animal was doing during the conversation, during that communication, during the energy work. And as we know, animals don't lie. So it's either working or it's not. They're either receiving it or they're not. And so to be able to have that um, validation, you know, we, we work hard to not need validation, but every once in a while, it's just fascinating to me when people give me feedback to the point where now I've actually suggested that during the time that I channel right and we're not talking to sit with your animal and watch them and witness them. I love them. that because you're and, communicating with their animals. Yes. And, and they've, most people have said what their animal does during the conversation clearly shows that they are listening and they're paying attention and they're responding. And um, it, it's just, you know, I come from a computer background and a computer brain that I've worked to acknowledge for its job, but also an ability to drop into my heart away from my head. And so when you when you have people witness their animals clearly communicating across the airwaves, that to me is a massive expansion in human awareness. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's amazing. I love it. It I is. love this it stuff. It, it, yes, you know, and it's ever changing and it's ever evolving. And, you know, we all learn something all the time. Yeah. You know, all yeah. the time. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm learning. So um, I have to tell you that the whole connecting and picking a card, how you just described it is new to me. Like I, I usually pick it for the person. So I tune into their energy and then I pick a card for them. But I'm excited to do it this way. So I'm doing something now. <laughs> so uh, today we are um, picking a card from the Wisdom of Avalon Oracle Cards by Colette Baron reed I love this deck. This yeah, is powerful. one of my first deck of cards. Okay. So technically it was my second deck of cards ever. Ever. And I actually have two of these decks. So I have the original deck. And then I decided to get this is the newer one because she up she um upgraded them. I don't know, like she some of the ones that had just the words on it now have pictures on it also. Mm, yep. So um nice. I, I saw that and had to get them. I think Colette Baron Reed probably has some of the best four yeah. cards. Out she totally there. does. Yep. I yeah. I love her cards. I have a number of her decks. Yeah. So 
Let's get started. Uh, all right. So step one is that I feel out the shuffling of the deck and then I invite Michelle to stop shuffling. So that will be step one. So let's um, take a breath here for a minute and uh, breathe into the energy of the guidance of this deck, thanking it for being here with us and um, stop shuffling. Okay. All right. So there's a number of ways to pick a card. I could say to Michelle, pick the top one. I could say, pick the bottom one. I could say, uh, pick the 14th or 15th card down, or I could just say split the deck and pick the top one. So I think today I'm hearing card five, five from the top. One, two, three, four, five. I feel like I'm doing a magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. it is magic. Ooh, card five is the grail knight and so the letter the letters the words on it says romance illusion seeking the sacred and i'll describe the card for for people who are just listening because who knows when i'll get this video up and go <laughs> <laughs> but it has a knight uh kneeling on one on one knee holding up the uh, holding up a, a cup this might be like the, the holy grail or whatever up into the sun and behind it has this big like i call it like a mother or a father tree i'll show so I, i'll show oh show. wow and the and the lights are coming down on him like the sun yeah. shining down on him oh wow. almost like he's like enlightened right yep yep and so what I like to do, um, I've changed up how I do my cards um, because of the conversations that Michelle and I have had on the podcast, actually. Yeah. Because I never, so when I was taught to read cards, which I didn't take classes or workshops or whatever, I had my teacher that I would go for a session, go for a reading, and she would be like, throw away the books of the cards, uh, of your card decks and stuff. So I did do that to use my intuition. And I really feel at the time, that's what I needed to do, was not rely on what the book said, but rely on the intuition. Because I always say, like, 10 people could pick the same card, but it's going to be a different message every single time. But now what I do is I tune into the card and I ask what the message is and I give that message and then I'll go into the book and I will read what the author has um, also said about the card because Michelle being an author of many card decks or several, right? I've got three in the works. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. I see all the hard work Michelle puts into this and realize <laughs> there's a lot of hard work that goes into creating these books. And I literally just throw them away. So I no longer throw them away. And I and I read them. And what I've been finding, because I pick a card for my weekly coaching clients. Every week when they come in, there's a card waiting for them. And we'll talk about the card and then I have them either I read them from the book or they read from the book because there's usually at least one thing that resonates with them in the writing of the book also. 
So um, is there something that you're picking up with the the grail night? You know, what's coming to me from that, and I, I, ju I just want to preface this by saying <clears throat> it's really important to trust your intuition and to not always go for the book. Yeah. If you're in the very beginning of this, you'll find that the book just helps you break through that. But there really is a place. There's no right or wrong. It's it's what you feel and it's what is resonating with you. And it's it's what's coming through for you. And it is very individual. So I love the fact that you don't use the book and then you do use the book. So and I've had teachers say the same thing. Yeah. Um, so it is it is both. It definitely can be both. So. What I'm getting from this is grace and gratitude. Mm. I'm getting to remember that no matter how powerful we are, no matter how um, purposeful our life is, you know, and he obviously has a, a purpose and he's been taught how to live into that purpose. Here's a moment where he's almost saying, I'm humbled and I'm gracious and I feel gratitude for the environment that I'm in and what I'm doing. Um, and I think that's important for all of us to remember that no matter what's going on in our lives, to take a minute and just be humbled by your experiences and see them as growth opportunities and have gratitude, even for the stuff you're not enjoying, have gratitude yeah. because that is taking you into, you know, a different time and space. Um, and I know on there it says romance. Um, yeah. And what else did it say on there? It says romance, illusion, seeking the sacred. So the illusion piece, I think, is really important. That card speaks to look at how he's dressed and he's got this big sword and you would imagine him to be a certain way. But that's the shield, right? And yeah. what he's showing in this picture is there's another side to him that yeah. is softer and gracious. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's what I'm getting. What are you getting, Michelle? Oh, I don't, I love the what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> what I feel like is that like he is honoring the. I'm hearing like the ancient ways. So if someone like if you pick this or we pick this for the whole group, whoever's listening to this. I would say that this card is reminding you of the uh, reminding you of the basic like spiritual things your your foundation where did you start from what are your tools that you have gathered and do you need to start those like implementing those tools every day right now like don't forget to to walk into the sun, walk into the light and, and be grateful about that. And especially if times are rough, which some of us are going through some rough stuff that to remember that the light is at the end of the tunnel, that, the, that you, you got this. Yeah. I love that. And I also feel that um, there's a place to fight and there's a place to sit back and allow whatever's going to manifest and whatever's going to come forth to come forth. And there's a balance there between the fight, whatever that fight might be, and how yeah. you navigate that. And then taking that place where he's kind of 
he's on one knee and he's he's bowing and he's gracious to that sword and allowing anything else to kind of come from a very different energy space and so you're balancing the two gifts that he's yeah bringing. um yeah definitely I love that absolutely so um I do want to tell everybody that the number is six on the card for our number people and um and I'll read from the book now if that is okay with Michelle I would love it okay so it says romance the seeking of that which is sacred. Such are the missions of the Grail Knight. He represents the coming together of all elements to form perfect life through a union of heaven and earth. Or he signifies a romantic union of lover with lover. In the which I would never have picked up for that picture. <laughs> I love it. In the beginning of all relationships, there there's a time when everything is perfect. One seeks out the discovery of love and the treasures of the other, all the while holding up a mirror in which beauty and perfection are reflected. There is both truth and illusion. When the grail knight appears, he lets you know that your own beauty, perfection, and innermost desires may be reflected in the mirror that is held up by the love of another. Indeed, love is in the air. Perhaps it's also a time for you to fall in love with yourself. If you don't, you run the risk of attracting the same affirmations from the outside world. Love attracts love. Be love and you shall find love. Should I read the, a gentle warning? Sure. Let's go for it. Do they all have gentle warning? No. 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 Okay. Gentle warning. Love cannot exist without shadow. So don't be fooled by the illusion of perfection. Be willing to see the shadow and ask for honesty. Then you, you can never be disappointed. This is a fort, fortune omen. Fortitude omen, right? Wow. Yeah. Which that last part we've oh, talked no. about, and I, I know like you have talked about it a lot of asking for the veils to be removed yeah. to yeah. see the truth of things, yeah. right? Yeah, I have. And um, it's probably been two or three years now, I think, that I got clear one day, clear, clear message, just just lift the veil. I, I I just need to know where I'm going and I want to see the truth. And that's really all it is. Show me the truth and then I can make my own choices. <clears throat> and never in a judgmental way, but always in that truth place. And I know we've talked about this before. It is unbelievable how quickly people unveil when you set that energy field and you set that intention that you're not looking for it, but you're inviting it to show up is a big difference. Yeah. And when you invite it to show up, it can show up in its truth. And then you can step back and go, wow, what am I learning from this interaction? What am I learning from this situation? 
why did I attract whatever it was into my life? And then, oh, Maui. Oh, Maui's snuggling um, up. And then, and then taking that beauty, I think love, you know, I always honor you, Michelle, because you always come from this beautiful place of love, no matter what. Aww. Everything is heart. Everything is love. You call in love. I mean, you've taught me a lot so around that, that vibration of love. Um, and Thank I feel you. that when the truth is there, that love is very easy to feel. And it doesn't have to be like a love relationship. It can be friendship. It can be family. It can be anything, right? It can be business, yeah. whatever it is. There's a there's a loving connection between two people that enhances both of them. And so I feel that this is a very powerful card at this time of our mm -hmm. lives on the earth because everyone is talking about dropping into your heart and coming from a place of love. And then when you unveil the truth, you decide you can hang out with that person, that place, that thing or not. And that is the key, I feel, to really exploring who you are and how you move forward. I love that so Yay! much, so <laughs> much. And I, yeah, I, I just, I find it so incredible that you and I kind of got the same message with, um, with the card and then reading the book was completely different yeah. like completely different but I feel that each part that you gave and I gave and then the book gave is like there's someone out there that needs each message and that's why it was so diverse and and uh in today's card and it is and I've I don't find it. I don't believe in coincidences. I feel like everything happens when it's supposed to, and and things happen. Things happen because they're supposed to happen. And we're coming up to Valentine's Day, which um, a lot of people focus on love relationships. But I know in the spiritual world of things, this is like February is when we focus on self love. And uh, to have this card come up today days before Valentine's Day. It's not a coincidence. <laughs> no. And it's for people to um to see where they're at with that energy of love. And I always say like, it starts with loving yourself, but how do you love yourself? And then how do you receive love? So maybe you need to start asking yourself questions with that. And it doesn't necessarily mean a love relationship, but friendships, partnerships, business partners, like all family, all of that is intertwined with that. How do you receive love? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You go lady. That's amazing. Oh, you're amazing. Feeling well, the love and the passion coming through. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you we, so much. We're so we're grateful. So, yeah. We're so grateful. We love you all. We're sending you all a lot a lot of love yes and yes, we yes, will yes. talk to you next week yeah much love thank you for being here thank you bye bye